available in all counties or cases. Good morning from the traffic center. Just got a wreck westbound 565, just west of Research Park. That one may have as many as five vehicles involved. They are reporting possible injuries there. The branches at the wire clean. Safety measures are in place. Early childhood education, fitness centers, walking tracks, swimming, personal training, and school-age essential worker child care. YMCAHuntsville.org. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. With half a brain tied. Hey, no! Ugh! How do you like that? We forgot to allow for shrinkage. Well, just half a brain. Once again, here's the Valley's longest reigning talk host, Fred Holland, on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. So, uh, about a 40% chance later today it's going to feel like 100. I mean, you're used to it. It's summer. We're, we're up to 74. Uh, Sean Flanagan, a uh, new friend of the show, is director of the Center for Metrics at the Legatum Institute. There's this thing called the Legatum Prosperity Index. We've talked about this before. All right, so a lot of people anxious about, I know I am, Sean, about America's post-COVID prosperity. I guess after we build the wing on whatever library we're going to build for all the books that are going to be written about this, right? Yeah, um, so thanks for having me back on again, Brad. It's great to be back with you you guys. Um, obviously, since the last time uh, I was on, the landscape has changed significantly, uh, not just within the U.S., but globally uh, with, the, with the arrival of the pandemic. Um, but one of the things that we, we see through the, through the U.S. Prosperity Index, which um, your, your listeners may remember, measures the prosperity across the 50 states of, of the Union and D.C., is that Prior to going into the pandemic, U.S. prosperity was was at its highest ever level uh, and have been rising over the past decade. So we, we feel that that puts the U.S. in in a strong position to emerge, you know, strongly from from the pandemic, but recognizing the challenges that, that you know they're currently being faced. You know, it's interesting here because we you know we talk about this all the time, and we we try to be positive on the side of look. If we don't have to shut things down, we need to come up. If I have to wear a mask everywhere, I'll wear a mask everywhere so people can stay in business. But sadly, there there are going to be a number of companies that, and, and I don't think we're there yet. I think we're going to have some corporate failures. Uh, we have some parts of the country where the heavy hand of government has made it worse. We've had other parts of the country where maybe we we had to we had to learn our way through it. But again, that, that's the beauty of this, right? And you guys did in this, um, in this index, I mean, you looked at some, some various states, right, to kind of get a, since we're not, we're not monolithic, there are different parts of the country that dealt with this different ways. We're going to emerge differently as well, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, heading into the pandemic, what the index shows is that, you know, whilst U.S. prosperity had been rising over the past decade, and actually all but Alaska had seen an improvement over that past decade, how prosperity translates across the 50 states uh, and D.C. Is, is quite different. And there are opportunities within each state to, to, to improve. No single state is 
smashing it out of the park on all 11 pillars of prosperity in the index. And we believe the beauty of it is that it identifies where one state is, is perhaps underperforming, other states are performing more strongly, and there's opportunities to, to share and collaborate on what's worked in that state, and could that be translated to work in, in another state. So, you know, a lot of people make jokes about Texas. It's a whole other country. But, I mean, really, they've got their own power grid. Uh, they're big enough. Uh, they could probably survive on their own. Are they a good state to look at, or is there another one that makes sense that, that seems to be doing it, doing it well? I think Texas is a great example um, of, of actually on the economic aspects of, of the index do really well. Overall, it, it ranks third uh, on the open economies domain. We've got three domains in the index, open economies, inclusive societies, which is around safety, security, personal freedom, governance and social capital. And then the third domain is empowered people, which looks at the living conditions of individuals, but also their health, education and the natural environment. And it is on those two inclusive societies and empowered people where Texas doesn't performer strongly. So on prosperity overall, uh, it doesn't rank as highly as it could. What's another state that stands out? I mean, I'm looking here at a Rust Belt state like Ohio or Wisconsin. Uh, uh, you got the whole West Coast in here. You also looked at Arizona, which is kind of a new emerging uh, state with a lot of people moving from California. Then the Louisiana, I guess, is more of a more of similar to Alabama. What what are you seeing in those states? What what stands out? What are the ones that are doing really poorly and are going to have a tough time? It's, it appears. So broadly speaking, although this isn't universal, we we see that there is a, a broad north south divide in in the index. So states in the north generally perform better than than those in 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 the south. Uh, but we see and those in the northeast are probably the strongest performing ones, but we also have the likes of Washington State, Colorado, Iowa that also that also perform well. So it's when we when we measure and we consistently measure across all the all the states the same, you know, we use the same data so we can compare and contrast. When we look across the eleven pillars, all eleven pillars, it's those states that generally perform better. But but as we head into the pandemic, you know, one of the things that we've seen over the past decade is the big, the big improvement in prosperity has come from the economic side of the index, particularly the pillar on economic quality, which looks at how, how the extent to which the full labour force is engaged in, you know, in economic activity uh, in terms of un, uh, unemployment, but also underemployment, um, also employee engagement. That's driven the, the improvement. But we see also that fiscal sustainability, so that's the extent to which states can survive an economic shop. We capture there things like credit rating, but also reserves. How many days could a state survive? And that, but in most states, that's strengthened. So we, we feel that, you know, although, again, on a state-by-state state level, uh, most states were, were sort of increase those reserves, which will help, uh, you know, help sort of the shock as, as tax reserves fall. Um, so we see a number of positives going into the index, but also things like mental health, seen a deterioration which again which is a worry as people are anxious about their jobs and about the pandemic more generally yeah and your kids not going back to school that's got to be putting some pressure on some people too yeah all right so you guys um i, I want to do because you guys do things at the county level too because i want to i want to kind of drill down a little bit here and see if we can kind of see how things uh, as america emerges from this whole pandemic uh hopefully we emerge <laughs> more with sean flanagan coming on
morning, America's first news with Gordon Deal. News, humor, and expert analysis. Early mornings, 4 to 6, on WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Major League Baseball and the Players Union agreed to expand the playoffs from 10 teams to 16 for the pandemic-delayed season. The deal applies only for 2020 and included a surprise benefit. Collection of baseball's luxury tax will be suspended this year. The NFL has filed a petition asking the Supreme Court to overturn a Ninth Circuit ruling that allowed a couple of bar owners to mount an antitrust challenge to the Sunday ticket, the NFL's exclusive out-of-market TV broadcast package. The ninth inning alleges that the joint venture between the NFL and DirecTV is a restraint of trade that violates the Sherman Act. China's state TV broadcaster is relegating English Premier League football matches from its main sports channel to one that lures fewer viewers. It's a sign the lucrative world of pro soccer is being ensnared in the tense relations between Beijing and the U.K. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like the Vacnado 2000. A Wi-Fi connected vacuum that uploads Dust Bunny data to the cloud for real-time optimization. (laughs) Whatever that means. But really, it's just a very expensive doggy chew toy. With Liberty Mutual, get customized home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. School goes on. And Staples has everything to start the year right. Notebooks to sanitizer, laptops to masks. All at amazing prices. This week, 10 packs of Crayola Fine Tip Markers and Staples Exclusives Crayola 12-pack markers and 12-pack colored pencils with sharpener are just 97 cents each. Shop in-store, pick up curbside, or order online. School on, save on at Staples. Ends 831. While supplies last, limit 30 in-store. Limits vary online. Curbside available in most stores. The most dangerous day for a newborn is her first day of life. Every 31 seconds, an infant dies from infections, pneumonia, malnutrition. But she doesn't have to die. For more than 60 years, Project Hope has been saving lives around the world, delivering medicines and supplies, giving newborns a healthy start, making sure her first day of life is not her last, because everyone deserves hope. To volunteer or learn more about Project Hope, visit projecthope.org slash newborns. Hi, I'm Tamika Hayes, a physician assistant at Spine and Neuro Center. If you're suffering from back and neck pain, it's good to know that a physician assistant or nurse practitioner can see you as soon as the next day. We will evaluate you, order imaging studies, and develop a treatment plan that'll get you feeling better. Plus, if need be, we'll get you into one of our neurosurgeons as soon as possible. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Sunday mornings at 11 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. We bring a wee bit of the uh, Blarney on the air this morning since our guest, Sean, the quiet man, John Wayne, Maureen O'Hara, Barry Fitzgerald, that was a great movie, here's the soundtrack from that one there. Yeah, and Regis, we lost Regis over the weekend, good lord. There's another one for you. All right, Sean Flanagan. That's not. That's not. That's not Irish at all, is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> hey, 
It, my grandfather's Canadian, so I think um, it goes back, yeah, not it some, goes, some distant history, absolutely, yeah. Goes back a little bit. All right, so we're talking, uh, Sean is, uh, he's uh, director of the Center for uh, for Metrics at the Legatum Institute, and we're talking about America and its uh, reemergence from the post-COVID uh, um, this whole pandemic thing, and look, some states when it, we we were we were riding high, right? We had low we had low unemployment, even in a lot of the minorities uh, categories. We we were just blowing and going, and now we've had this this thing where, and you talk about northern states outperforming southern states in some ways, but then we have industry leaving northern states and heading south. I mean, it's this isn't quite monolithic, is it? I mean, in, in general, you're finding northern states in a little better shape massachusetts may be better off but new york we the, the way some of this has gone we don't know do we yeah i think that's um that, that's a really good point and i think we one of the reasons we wanted to do the county level indexes you know um lots of decisions are made at state level and there's a huge amount of power vested in um you know state governors and others at that level um, and so having that information all that full dashboard of information of across the piece is we believe it's really important to make those important decisions. But you also need to understand how things translate across the individual states. So we, we've done the county level index for eight selected states. We would have loved to have done it for all 3,129 counties, but, uh, you know, we just didn't quite have the, the resources or the capacity. So we've, we've done these eight to really unpack uh, how prosperity translates. And it, it is different. It varies state by state. So we look at Iowa and Colorado, for example, and they're fairly homogenous in how prosperity translates across those states. But when you look at the places like uh, Georgia or California, you see areas with very high levels of prosperity, California, the Bay Area and the Los Angeles area, but other areas to the north of the state, the counties there, you know, are much weaker. Um, And so this, we believe... Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say Georgia is one of those I'm fair, I'm real, fairly familiar with. I'm imagining North Georgia probably in better shape, South Georgia probably a bit more dismal. Uh, you go over to the coast of Savannah in some of those areas where they're starting to see some real, some real economic change there. They've been growing like crazy. We're beginning to see, I get, is that pretty much Georgia or, or is there something else jumping out there? No, that's that's very true, particularly around, you know, Atlanta, uh, the areas surrounding that have higher levels of prosperity. And then towards the coast, we're seeing a few areas, but there's a there's a large band across the middle that, you know, have much. Um, so we, we, when we did the county level index of these 829 counties, we grouped them into quintiles in terms of performance. And we see for the Georgia, there's a, a band of, you know, red. So all, all of those counties appearing in the lowest quintile uh, in terms of performance. Okay, so if we jump to, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to jump on Texas because Texas just seems to be, um, I, to some degree, a microcosm of the rest of the country because it's so big. Uh, we see in kind of the same thing. I mean, prosperity in places you would expect, and then you get down near the border and you get in some of those West Texas areas, and it's uh, different, kind of the same thing. It's similar, I think, in Texas, yeah, particularly around the more urban areas. But actually, Texas is one of the places where we also see some rural areas doing well. And that's obviously due principally to the, you know, the industry there, the oil industry in particular and, and oil-related industries. So they, they, there are also rural counties. And one of the things we did in this study is we didn't want to just look at how the counties within a state perform, but we did some cluster analysis to see how counties across states group together with similar characteristics. And in, and in the main report, we look at 
the urban-rural divide, but then also breaking those different types of urban areas and different types of rural areas, because there are clusters and groupings that we see that it's not um, urban areas perform all the same. There are different different types of urban areas and similarly different types of rural areas. So your listeners may be interested in you know having a look at the report and um, reading some of that as well. So I'm I'm guessing here in places like Atlanta, if you go to like Fulton County, which is primary Atlanta, there's a little decab in there too. But that one probably do we find some of these areas kind of looking like a donut? where the suburbs look really good, but the central county maybe not so swift? I think, yeah. So it, it, we do see some of that. So some of the areas around, um, you know, the, the main sort of economic activity uh, also do really well because obviously that's where a lot of people live. Um, they, they sort of travel in. You know, there's different aspects or characteristics of prosperity where they where they do well. But there's a there's a report for each of the eight states on, on our website, usprosperity.net, which drills down into a bit more detail so people can see what aspects of prosperity do these areas perform well and where they perform less well. And we, we find that, you know, on the economic aspects, as you'd expect, the urban areas generally perform better, but the rural areas often perform better around things like safety and security, uh, but also around strong, they often have stronger social networks, than urban areas, so there are there are different trade-offs between the different types of areas. So, what do we look like coming out of this? What, what, did you see some things that jump out at you as to how we're gonna how we're gonna look? Should, should we? I mean, eventually this ends. This too shall pass, right? <laughs> how how do we look after that? Well, one. I mean, all of the data in the index is publicly available information. We've got 216 indicators. These are all U.S. data sets uh, freely available. So we've curated them into the index. Obviously, what they have is a bit of a, a lag thread in terms of when they're published. So we won't be seeing the full effects of COVID-19 coming through in the index for a little while. But what we also believe is that the index is a bit of a roadmap for how states and counties might want to to build a rebuild post-COVID in terms of a taxonomy or a, a blueprint, a structure, if you like. Um, so we think because it's holistic and how it measures what a life truly flourishing looks like. So uh, it may be interesting, but, but we do see, as I said a bit earlier, about some warning signs, so particularly around mental health. Mm-hmm. We see that that could see a greater deterioration because that was already declining across the U.S. and as you head into the pandemic, you know, people worried about their jobs and losing their jobs, but also just generally that could be further exacerbated. Physical health is also another area where there's been a kind of weakening over the past decade and some of those comorbidities uh, associated with, you know, higher risk of, of contracting the virus again could be an area. So there are different, we see different areas within the index, um, but those states that have strengthened their financial reserves that have seen perhaps, you know, unemployment reduce significantly over the past decade, that have perhaps seen also um, around our dynamism element, so that's the extent to which they're able to attract and retrain new businesses. Those kind of places, you know, looking to try and get the economy going again is, is probably those that will emerge probably more quickly. And, and that, you know, and I go back to Texas and some of these states there where, where the northern southern thing kind of jumps out at me in that in the north, you got to deal with the unions. you got a little bit more bureaucracy. Some are able to have deficits, some aren't. And then you get to, to the south and west where there's a little bit more nimbleness, right? Because you're going to out of this, you're going to have to be able to be creative, right? Absolutely, and I think we, we also capture in things like the, in the index around burden of regulation, but also 
uh, you know, barriers which perhaps um, restrict businesses really getting going quickly around occupational licensing, you know, cost, uh, time, age restrictions, those kind of things. So obviously these things to some extent are important. You need to protect businesses, but you want them to, um, you know, uh, promote and help businesses get going, not, not, not hinder them. You know, competition could do a lot, <laughs> but you got to have a yeah, playing field that allows you to do it. All right, Sean, if people want more information, I know you've given the website a couple times. Where did they go take a look at this thing? 829 counties, I think, so it gives us a good representation. Where do they go? Uh, so if they go to usprosperity.net, and if anyone out there is interested, we unfortunately we couldn't do Alabama counties, but we'd love to. If anyone's interested, we're a charity and might be interested in sponsoring that. We'd love to have a conversation at least. All right, I'll make some calls. <laughs> Sean, as always, hey, we appreciate it very much, my friend. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for having me on, Fred. It's been great to see you with you. I'm Mike Gallagher, the happy conservative warrior. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11. Let's fight liberal lunacy together on WTKI. Got a major problem westbound 565 west of Research Park, almost up to the Madison Boulevard exit. Five vehicles involved in that one. Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent, an easy-to-use oral device, insurance approved for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-CARE-OR-RANDALL-SANDLIN.COM. Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. The Alabama Securities Commission regulates investing in Alabama. Financial professionals, investment advisors, stockbrokers, and their products must be licensed. Investment frauds mirror current headlines like finding a vaccine for the coronavirus or rebuilding communities damaged by storms. Protect yourself and call 1-800-222-1253 to verify that the person offering an opportunity and the product are properly licensed. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. For decades, Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles. And I've mentioned this many times. Bob shoots you straight. What kept me coming back all those years was the things Bob said we didn't need yet. And when we did need a major repair, Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops? One-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center, the Blue Building, 10th Avenue and Triana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. Sometimes you just...
just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-443-0232. We love the feel of the summer sun, but its heat and ultraviolet rays can really punish our homes. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about protecting your home from the sun right after this. Outdoor concrete projects are quick and easy with Quickrete Fast Setting Concrete in the red bag. Whether you need to set a fence post, mailbox post, or deck footing, or even pour a backyard patio, Quickrete Fast Setting Concrete in the red bag makes it simple. To set a post, there's no mixing. Just pour the dry mix into the hole and add water. It sets hard in about 20 minutes, and you're done. It's that fast and easy. Quickrete Fast Setting Concrete. Look for it in the red bag. When you think about how much exposure a home has to sunlight, it's no wonder that it takes a toll. The sun's rays can make painted exterior surfaces bake and peel. Sunlight passes through windows, exposing the interior to ultraviolet rays and serious heat gain. And those UV rays fade and destroy fabrics and materials over time. For many homeowners, awnings are the perfect answer. By shading windows, walls, and patios, you can block up to 60% of the sun's heat and almost all of the damaging UV rays. The payoff is lower cooling bills and inside fabrics and furnishings that last a lot longer. There are basically two types of awnings, retractable and stationary. Besides protecting your home, the right awning can add a stylish accent to its appearance. I'm Danny Lifford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. The smartest man in talk radio. You're going to be listening to one of the smartest people that you probably... And you know who this guy is. <laughs> it's me. He's Jim Blassingame. Thank you, sir, man. Have another. Thank you, sir, man. Have another. The Small Business Advocate. The Small Business Advocate. Jim Blassingame. Saturdays at 2 on WTKI Talk. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Live from an old brick building under the interstate, it's the little station that did. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. But we've lost both of them now, Bruce Lee uh, a while back, and now John Saxon. 
Enter the Dragon. 1973. Wow. I mean, almost 50 years on that one. You know, he had that unmistakable face. Everybody John Saxon. Knew, you knew John Saxon, yeah. yeah. He was a martial arts guy, too. He wasn't just a... Uh, he wasn't, he, wasn't, he did, was for real? Yeah, he didn't just play one on the movie, but he worked hard at it, and that was part of his... Uh, Carter, his get-go there. He was in so many, he was in, count was, you just if you look it. at the bio, he's been in like tons of TV he did a, appearances. You know, he did all the Bunches 70s of movies. And, yeah, 70s and 80s uh, primetime TV shows you can think of. John uh, was usually there. But I don't, I don't think he ever had one of his own, did he? Well. He's always in, he was a yeah, uh, supporting was some, character, but he, I don't think he ever, like. It was he something like in the it. 60s he worked in that he yeah. was a big, bigger part of, but uh, for the most part, he was playing that character. Yeah. So, kind of like the Egg Kookie Burns of uh, television. Sure. Because Kookie never went anywhere either. Ed Whoever Burns. Ed Kookie Burns is. From good. 77 Sunset Strip. Okay. Uh, I'm too old, aren't I? Yeah. Never mind. As long as you're uh, still around to talk about <laughs> it, that's, that's a plus. Well, John Saxon would have remembered it. Because it would have oh, been in his was, era. That was right in his wheelhouse. He passed away at 83 up in Murphy, Murfreesboro, uh, just up the road. You know, ever since our friend has moved from Troy to MTSU, uh, some weird things have been happening yeah. up in that area. So we mean that that has been. Uh, we yeah. need to get the grenade kicker uh, a call and see what's, what's up. What are you doing? He's killing people now. John Saxon <laughs> and Little Richard. Uh, I, I don't understand. <laughs> Let's just dig the hole a little deeper, shall we? All right. So um, I, you remember we were, what well, was one day last week, we were commenting on the fact, well, we, will we get to 80 before the end of the show? I think we had a good chance of it. It's already up to 78. It's going to feel like 100 today. Usually we get out of the show before we get to 80, but I don't think we're going to make it. There's to that. one more check on, on that before we go. So. That's that's not a mushroom cloud across the river, uh, but it may well end up being. <laughs> Good Lord, what is going on in Decatur? It's, Have you it's this ex- thing imploding or exploding? Just, uh, and, and you know we've I've, I've interviewed uh, it's Paige Bibby. Page yeah, mm-hmm. she's been on with us back when we when we were you know we had the signal over there we were and we're going to be back we're going to be back in Decatur we got working on some stuff uh, but anyway um, she and um, she I guess is one of the loose wheels some people would say and um, her and um, her and Charles Kirby uh, are kind of the um, I wouldn't say the odd people out, but they seem to be ones least likely to go along with the crowd. This has created a whole slew of people running. Or it's around this 3M lawsuit over the uh, pollution of the river and, and all of that stuff that's been going on for years. They had reached some kind of a settlement. Uh, 3M and the Alabama Department of Envir- Environmental Management had announced deal Friday. Um, but apparently there are lawsuits continuing and everything else, but Bibby and Kirby refused to sign the settlement, according to this story I'm seeing. Uh, in the meantime, you have, what, six people running for mayor? Seven? Well, six? three I know of. I can't I, count for the others. There. Let's see, uh, let's see, the mayor finds it, let's see, where did I find this? Um, yeah, Bowling is running for re-election and has six opponents. Wow. That's some... Flying under the radar, people there, apparently. (laughs) And there are multiple people running for these council positions. Mm -hmm. It is crazy over there. So, um, I I don't know. As Daryl Waltrip (laughs) used to say, you picked a fine time to leave me loose wheel. I'm telling you. uh, Anyway, one of our our friends in in consulting, I noticed a story. She got jumped on for representing some of the people running, which I think is totally unfair. 
And she bounced totally back with a response. And she's, and good for her. Oh, yeah. She's not going to take it lying down. So, anyway, we've got um, this could be lively. We'll try to get a good sampling of this as we can because we also have elections in Madison and Athens it's and Huntsville. Busy, busy. It's going to be a busy August. 25th. It's going to be crazy. We're tomorrow. We're ready for this one. Four weeks from tomorrow, I do believe, is when the election and it's. That's boiling over there, and uh, you know nothing negative seems to have, is going on in uh, Huntsville and uh, no, not Madison like this, right now, like so. an eighty-two minute recorded conversation, you know, and all that. I mean, it's just going to get really interesting. And you know, Mayor Marks <laughs> indicator and in oh, Athens, wow. uh, Ronnie Marks has got competition or opposition, as we like to say. Uh, the professor from. Uh, Gilligan's Island he's running against this time. Russell Johnson is amazing. I, I thought Russell Johnson? Russell Johnson it's not is. not the same guy. Well, it's it? got the same name. because You're going to be shocked if it is. Well, no, I know for sure that it's Russell not. Johnson okay. has, has left the island. He did leave, uh, he the, did island? leave the island. All right, so we can, we can chalk that up to <laughs> not making a big error. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so this, you know, this Legatum thing, uh, when we were talking to Sean Flanagan, we've, they haven't done anything in Alabama they'd like to. Uh, they do some interesting, these, these 11 pillars of prosperity, the, these 200 indicators. Um, it's fascinating to look at, and, and a lot of it is kind of common sense stuff, uh, you know, without getting too much into it, because it's real easy with statistics to get into the weeds and say, well, you know, in general, northern states are outperforming southern states in some ways, but would you want to be in Illinois? Where they're wanting a bailout? Uh, negatory. <laughs> or Minnesota? Good Lord, where's the money to rebuild those place, that place going to come from? Uh, he also mentioned California. You have the haves and the have-nots, and you do in a lot of states. Uh, some of it is obvious, some of it is not. But I, I always look to Texas for whatever reason, and I, I bring it up because, first of all, Texas is so darn big. I mean, you, you, you realize is what, 800 and something from El Paso to Beaumont? It's like 800 miles. It takes a long time yeah. to drive across that country. I've driven it one time. It was, wow. And then you go from, you know, north of Amarillo all the way down to uh, the valley, and you're, you, I mean, this thing's huge. But you go, I forget the, the the number of counties, but it's 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 massive. But, you know, there the, are three grid electrical grids in the United States. We learned this from our friend, um, oh, I'm forgetting names today. Greg, Terry. Uh, Greg Allison. Greg Allison. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of somebody else. Yeah, but, you know, save the grid and all of that. The the fact there's an eastern grid, there's a western grid, and then there's the Texas grid. If if everything goes to pot, Texas will survive. We ought to be looking over there. Their legislature also meets every other year. I keep bringing that up. Nobody in Alabama will take the bait. This is whole other country. It is. <laughs> If Forrest Gump says so, it must be true. Hey, the Texas tourism people were doing, when I lived there, that was, that was like their whole big thing. Texas, it's a whole nother country. You need like three stages of uh, people to work that state. You can't just I'm have telling a, you. a little office to do your tourism in Texas. It is. Uh, but anyway, I, I think looking at how Texas deals with a lot of things is, is kind of a roadmap for a lot of states. Uh, you, you know, how, how they're handling the pandemic versus what we're doing. I think we're doing pretty good in Alabama. I mean, for all the criticism, uh, I do not like the mask. I've, I've made that point. I think we get a lot of conflicting information. Um, we, but, but, you know, I keep looking at the, I haven't looked this morning to look at the, um, at the Bama tracker, but we were going down in deaths, which is a good, good thing. 
Um, are we going to see a spike? Do the kids, look, the mental health of people. Sean brought this up in our chat in the previous half hour. Mental health was a problem going in, and mental health is going to be a big problem coming out. I mean, and we talked to, remember we talked to, um, it was a Dr. Lou from Integrated uh, Behavioral Health, one of the local psychiatrists here. The the fact that you, you've these kids have been cooped up, they're out of their norm. The summer's not over yet, and and it's you know here here they're going to go back to school, but they're going to go to they're going to go to virtual school. And uh, I I'm wondering if you know we're hearing stories of this, and I'm now wondering if it's going to be a trend where parents are opting to just say to heck with public schools, we're we're going to go to these schools that are open. And, they, you know, because they're saying they're waiting lists for some of these private schools. You heard about that? I mean, it's it's crazy. It's nuts. It's uh, something to think about. Uh, anyway, uh, daily briefings. We do them every uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We carry it from City Hall, uh, hot noon straight up. We're the only radio station that's been doing it. We'll have that for you today, too. Pro at playing with the pussycat and keeping you informed. He really is talented. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. All the blockage seems to be in the two left lanes as you're headed westbound on 565. This is between Research Park and Madison Boulevard. You've got five vehicles involved in that wreck. Are you hungry for sweet and spicy? Popeye's hot honey chicken, a signature side, and a buttermilk biscuit now only five bucks. Popeye's University in Jordan, 72 and Jeff and North Parkway. Captain Nick in the Popeye's 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Waste not, want not. It's the law. Back in one minute with your food chain question of the day. There is a homeopathic remedy for just about every ailment. Longtime medical doctor, osteopath, and homeopath Jeff Lester is available to accurately diagnose the root cause of your affliction and prescribe the proper homeopathic remedy to help your body resolve its affliction. Homeopathic remedies for heart and lung disease, migraine headaches, ADHD, depression, diabetes, and many other afflictions of the body and mind is at hand and may cost less than $10 per month without insurance. For your personal homeopath consultation, call Dr. Jeff Lester at 888-600-8117. Dr. Jeff Lester, 888-600-8117. 888-600-8117. Your homeopathic remedy is at hand for less than you think possible. 888-600-8117. Waste not, want not is now the law in Vermont. Upon discovering that 20% of the state's garbage consisted of food waste, Vermont passed a law requiring businesses and residents to compost their food waste on-site or at a professional composting facility. While other states have taken steps to curb food waste, especially by businesses, Vermont is the first to implement a statewide ban on food waste from individual residents. Question. Were you a Vermonter? Would you do the composting yourself? Or would you pay someone else to compost for you? 
Answer today's question and learn how yesterday's question was answered at WTKIRadio.com. That's WTKIRadio.com. Martha Graham was known throughout the world as the mother of modern dance. She said dance is the hidden language of the soul. But in some dance classes around the nation, young children are learning to dance with choreography that hypersexualizes them and their bodies with adult costumes, choreography, and music. Here's dance educator Mary Botton. All dance instructors teach technical movement, but they also influence the development of internal values in their students. That's why the current trend toward the hypersexualization of children in dance is so disturbing. One mother wrote, Our children are exposed to sexualization far too early in their lives. Please, just let them be children. Dance awareness exists to engage in respectful conversations that identify the dangers of hypersexualizing our children in dance through research-based solutions. Sign up to receive the Dance Coalition newsletter via the link at danceawareness.com. That's danceawareness.com. Mrs. Holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house. Now all her friends have to hear his opinions, too. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. But it's all over now and his show isn't Monday. Maybe a chance of a shower or storm after lunch. It's going to feel like 100 today. And uh, right now we're still hanging at 78. But we got a little time left before the end of the show to get past it. We'll have our drum roll here in a little while. Are we going to go hit 80 or go past it? Crap. Bugs Bunny is 80 today. Speaking of 80. Yeah. At least we know that's 80. We know that one is. Uh, we lost five celebs over the weekend. Normally it's three, and unfortunately it was another one of those we talked about last week because we're always speculating. Mm-hmm. You know, some, somebody dies and we go, well, what about Olivia de Havilland? She's 104. She finally had enough. Son of <laughs> okay, a gun. fine. She, she did it. Uh, anyway, Olivia de Havilland from, uh, I guess, uh, was, was gone with the wind her kind of beginning? I think she may have done some things beforehand, but that really that was put, her, put her on the charts. There. Kind of solidified the whole thing. And she was a great friend of Betty Davis, and they both had some contract disputes with their Issues. the studio system was torrid back. Well, then. they owned everybody. Yeah, they you got seven it. years, you did seven years. Yeah. you know. So whatever. Regis Philbin, we lose him at the age of eighty-eight, and you know, Regis was. I, I mean, does anybody not like? I'm sure there were times when this guy probably had somebody. You know, yeah, you know, you hear the probably was a hold of somebody. People had their weak moments, or did I know. did or said something. Everybody's got, but know, in somebody's general, had a story. Reed was a likable yeah, guy. Yeah. John Saxon, who was, I think, an awesome actor. We lose him at the age of eighty-three. Uh, Maurice Petty, who knew his way around an engine. Oh, yeah. Part of the big petty group, uh, 81. And Peter Green, uh, the youngster dead at the age of 73. There was a time, and I didn't re- we heard the CBS story at the last top of the hour where apparently he left the group and, uh, in Germany and went off and oh, went on a trip. Went, went on, on a trip, trip. but yeah, didn't come back. And didn't come back. But, you know, it's interesting because the Fleetwood Mac of Peter Green was the OL and all of that. They were a real. And then after, after Peter Green left, a few years later, they got real ballady, you know? There was a. It was almost yeah. like, is this the same group? 
And and yeah. they, they were called a rock group, but they didn't rock out as much as like some yeah. of the bands of that time and up through today. So I guess they were they, they were kind of got soft ballady rocky, and yeah. that wasn't their beginning, and that was a lot of Peter Green. But yeah, they were hard to label, and they just kind of put them everywhere. I guess yeah, so you, you could hear their music on a lot of stations. Yeah, all across the board, even yeah. a beautiful which, music they which found a way, which ain't a bad gig if you can. <laughs> no, find not it. really, not if you're the composer. Yeah, if you're Bert. Bacharach or whoever, thank you very much. And, and you know, you're not as our as our one of our friends says all the time. He says, as long as you're not one of eight composers, yeah, there, that <laughs> so you don't get anything. That checks pretty slim. <laughs> Dennis Prager, this morning at eleven on WTKI Talk. Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. The Federal Reserve meets tomorrow and Wednesday looking at what appears to be a new slump in the job market recovering. Since the Fed meeting in June, virus infection rates have picked up in many states. The Fed is expected to debate how to provide more support to the economy once there's a better picture of the economic outlook. The Wall Street Journal says the economy added 7.5 million jobs in May and June, but still has 14.7 million fewer jobs than before the pandemic. Cereal and canned soups could eventually cost you more. Companies that make cereal are dealing with strong demand now that people are eating at home more. So they are paying more to have third parties help with production. The journal says General Mills is operating at capacity but still can't produce enough. For now, General Mills is accepting a lower profit. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda. Invested in you. President Trump is fighting back, but he needs honest media. That's why millions are tuning into Newsmax TV. Every weeknight, you can watch Greg Kelly rip the media's hypocrisy. Plus, see Sean Spicer, Michelle Malkin, Mike Huckabee, Herman Cain, and more. Everyone is talking about Newsmax TV. Find it on DirecTV, Xfinity, Dish, Spectrum, Cox, Optimum, Fios, Uverse, Suddenlink, Mediacom, Wow, and more. Or just check your cable guide. Newsmax TV is now America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Watch it today. Just got a report of a stall vehicle. This one's going to be eastbound, 72 in Moores Mill. Got a wreck in Decatur, 31 in Cedar Lake. And, of course, we got the one that's been causing all the problems westbound, 565 between Research Park and Madison Boulevard. Are you over 35 and overweight? Chances are your hormones are keeping you from losing weight. Find out with a free hormone quiz at 2030Huntsville.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI. Summit Structures in Huntsville reminds you that no matter what's happening around the globe, the men and women of the U.S. Armed Forces serve and sacrifice. They even put their lives on the line for us. Please take a moment to say thank you to a veteran and seriously consider supporting those serving overseas. Thanks to Summit Structures in Huntsville for making this message possible. Even during the toughest of times, they are a shining example of why America is a strong nation. Let's pull together and work for a brighter tomorrow. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. 
The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Clinging to your gun and listening to the radio Sundays at 1. Gun Talk on WTKI Talk. You know, Freddy Krueger, pretty scary guy. And uh, one of the movies that John Saxon played in. So we're just uh, showing John a lot of love this morning. This no is kidding. A, this is that theme song from... What a great... I mean, just every... You see him everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'll bet there are three things he's on today. Yeah, Somewhere. even without trying. You'll yeah. just go through the channels going, there he is, there he is. And you can bet uh, sooner than later, old Turner Classics will be doing a... Uh, the John Saxon... Uh, uh, maybe week. a little John, but no, not <laughs> you quite. You have to do a week. The Olivia de Havilland, because she just right, fits right into the mold of what they do. So Yeah, but you uh, can do her in a couple hours. No, no, I no. Mean, she no? did a bunch of movies, and they'll, yeah, they'll, give, they'll give her a whole day pretty soon. It would take sure. a week to do John Saxon. Yeah, because... They, they He's have in to, everything. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. For rebates or special financing options in a new Linux home comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning at 256-852-8825. You can also visit online, InsideWeatherGuy.com. And uh, we have you know, those terms and conditions apply, Alabama certification number 83073. We're going to escape getting to 80, or at least we're going to park it at 79. Look up and see if it changed. It hasn't. It, has it hasn't. It won't, right it, won't, it won't update until later. And uh, so Bugs Bunny wins the 80s. Good. We got today. right in under the wire. 40% chance of showers and uh, storms today. It's going to be kind of after one-ish. Uh, mostly sunny. Otherwise, 93. It's going to feel like 100. We'll get down to about a 20% chance tonight. 73. We got those 70s overnights. Those warm weather grasses, just love that. 50% chance of showers and storms tomorrow. Same kind of deal, but no mention of a heat index, and we'll get to 90. So right now we're sitting at 79. Um, couple of, um, couple of other quickies here. The, uh, I don't know if you've watched this. We've been watching the series, the Michael Jordan series. I guess it's, is it on Netflix or Amazon or somewhere? I can't remember you where it is. You can find it uh, different places. Different places. Uh, Have you Dance. watched this thing? I saw some of it. It is. The Last Dance. It is awesome. The Last Year of the Bulls. And uh, just kind of, you go back to uh, a lot of, I didn't know. I, I've got a new appreciation for Rodman. I mean, he's weird. But he could play some ball. But I'm telling you. and And he, you know, without Scottie Pippen and, and without Dennis Rodman, uh, toward the end there, you you don't have the team you had with the Bulls. Right. They were and and you know Phil Jackson was all about that triangle and the team yeah. and all that stuff and and it just the whole thing is is awesome. And I bring that up because Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, good lord, Michael Jordan, I guess, well, easy jump, huh? 
<laughs> Jordan, Jordan, Jordan danced in a different way. Uh, Michael Jordan um, it, it has, has pretty much tried to be apolitical, and he's even criticized in that. Uh, in in the fact that he wouldn't get involved in the politics of North Carolina when Strom Thurmond had the first uh, black guy running against him, and Jordan said, "I'm I'm just not," and and his response was, and he took a lot of heat for it. You know, Republicans buy sneakers too, <laughs> and it was like, wow, it's like somebody dropped a bomb. But it's interesting because we have a lot of um, very high profile. Black Americans who have spoken on what's going on right now, and and they're just the media is just ignoring them, and even Michael Jordan has on his uh, his website has said, "Look, I'm appalled by a lot of this stuff," but he said, "I have a lot of friends who are police officers, and they're dedicated people, you know." And so he's gonna, I guess, if if it were to get publicity, he'd get slammed for that. But I mean, look, this this whole a lot of this isn't monolithic. It's not every person thinks that. We're, we're, hopefully, we're not as tribal as the media, the mainstream media, is trying to make us appear. Just like we, but right now we can't seem to. And this has been my gripe from the very beginning of all of this. We can't even define what a protester is. If you've got a, a rock, or uh, you know, you're swinging a knife at a at a federal agent. Or you're throwing a Molotov cocktail at a federal courthouse? I don't think you're a protester at that point. But not everybody's going to agree with me. So therein lies the problem, doesn't it? Have a great Monday. Old brick building under the interstate. It's the little station that did. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. My show is just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher shows about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day, 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI.